Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Plato's Cave and Memory Holes. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Monday, June 26th in the year 2023. We've got a lot to cover today, a lot of things to look at, especially the way that we're watching the world unravel in crazy ways. We're going to do a quick overview of last week, which was literally an insult to humanity's intelligence, unless, of course, you believed it, in which case you don't have intelligence. And we're going to move forward to looking at some of the crazy things ahead. We are literally in a time right now where people are going to have to start making a decision. And we've said this for a long time, but this is different. This is a time right now when you're either in one of two camps, and if you don't see it, then you need to listen to what I'm going to say. You're either in the camp of being pro or part of the pedophile movement, or you're in the camp of walking with Christ to restore this nation. There's no more in between. And if for some reason you're one of those out there that's wringing their hands saying, oh, yes, but we must simply wait and see for Jesus to take me home or whatever else you've got going, Remember this, God said, blessed are the peacemakers and maintainers. That's an active role. That's not a passive role sitting on your tail waiting for somebody to save the world for you. This is a real time that we're in right now that it's going to require real patriots and real God-loving, Jesus-loving, God-fearing patriots to come to the line and quit wringing their hands and start taking some action to save this nation. We are rapidly falling into the pit of hell. And it's happening because hell has been given a green light with unobstructed movement to move amongst the people and particular to move amongst the children. This is not a game. And the children are the prize. God has warned us that the doing harm to the little ones would be better to have a millstone put around your neck and cast into the sea. And yet in spite of that, we have millions of Americans sitting by watching as children are being mutilated in surgery, trafficked across a global level, and effectively we're doing nothing. It's time to wake up, and the stakes couldn't be more real. Patriots, with that in mind, make sure you are absolutely keeping your edge and your training up. Times are getting dangerous. The system is falling apart, and the security for our homes and our communities is going to fall upon us. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. 
iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS, plus free shipping when you go to iTargetPro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. Now, before we jump into a recap of the last week's insanity, just thought I'd bring this to mind, that Bud Light, our favorite pedophile company, has now decided it was a good idea in Canada to sponsor the Woke Parade with full naked men walking amongst the street amongst children. And they're telling us over and over and telling their stockholders, don't worry, we'll recover our brand. The question you have to ask is, what are these companies actually doing and why is this happening? Because of ESG, which is Environmental, Social, and Governance Score, which they have been promised out of a pool of money controlled by BlackRock, some $57 trillion, that in spite of their destruction of their current brand, that they will be rewarded with unlimited wealth as long as they force feed an agenda of pedophiles and freaks and ensure the destruction of the youth of America. That's essentially the bottom line, said in many different ways. And so if you are going to support any of these brands, well, what can I say? God will remember. I hope you enjoy your time in the lake of fire because I'm sure it's going to come. We're accountable for what goes on here. And that part has to get settled into everybody. And we can't simply walk around, be blind and be ignorant or act ignorant to these ridiculousness going on. These companies we don't need, but they've convinced us that we do need them. And somehow people get so wrapped around brands that they become addicted like they're themselves mini gods. It's the idolatry of product and it has to end. Now, to begin, as I mentioned in tonight's show, is the concept of Plato's cave. What is Plato's cave? It's an allegory. It's a dialogue between Plato's brother, Glucon, and his mentor, Socrates, that was narrated by Socrates. And the allegory compared the effects of education and the lack of it in our nature. Essentially, Plato likens people's untutored, untutored in the theory of forms of two prisoners chained in a cave, unable to turn their heads. All they can see is the wall of the cave and behind them is a fire. Between the fire and the prisoners is a parapet, along with the puppeteers that walk amongst them. We are a culture right now that has willfully and continually willfully accepts ignorance as a proper state of being. And this is across a broad spectrum of America. The reality is that it's going to take the woke, the awakened few, not the woke, but the awakened few to shake the tree to make sure other people realize what's at stake. We are the watchers on the wall. And more than ever right now, it's important not to fall into the traps of the insane and the ludicrous that they're trying to potentially or continually force upon us. They want people trapped in the allegory of Plato's cave, and they want you to live with memory holes, meaning they want you to forget the details because they inundate you with so many. They don't want you to remember the things that are important. They simply want you to live in this world that let's forgive and forget and move on. Most classic to that is the vaccination issue. When we deal with the, with the death shot, they want you to forgive and forget. And this is the latest narrative. They want you to, think, to simply say, I'm sorry, it's, uh, we made a mistake, and let's move on. That can't be. 
There cannot be that any justice in a society when we are simply going to wash our hands and try to walk away of something that was that horrible. This is the many one of many crimes against humanity that must absolutely be made in a sense of holding people accountable to a rule of law that we currently do not have. Now let's look at what happened last week. Last week we were inundated with the story of the white submarine a submarine built by some sort of carbon titanium tube with no seats that was apparently run by an Atari controller that you could buy for about $25 with a several billionaires locked inside in such a way that they could only get out if someone opened the t- portal from the outside. The media ran with that story from Monday through Thursday, even though the Navy apparently understood and picked up the sonic signature of the thing imploding on Sunday. So that in itself, some people will say, well, that's unfortunate. We still lost a couple of billionaires, and I'm going to say, who cares? The question you need to ask yourself is, why is it so important that a couple of billionaires get all the media headlines, that they launch a full-scale survival or rescue mission, excuse me, for a couple of billionaires? What makes them so special? Will they do that for you? The answer is absolutely not. And whatever the motive or reasons behind this, the entire thing was a LARP. And it was done intentionally to draw everybody's attention away. And the media ran for four days with an absolute lie. It wasn't just a little lie. It was a full lie, including at the very end, countdown to the last 10 minutes of oxygen. Now, I warned you about that story last week, and I stayed away from it because it was obviously very much a trap. Anytime the media saturates the media airwaves with a story, the first word you say is lie. It is a lie. They start trying to distract you from something else. So what is it exactly? that they distracted us from. Well, they distracted us from a number of things. Obviously, one was the testimonies on Capitol Hill of all the things that were going on with regards to the investigation with Durham. I want you to hear this three-minute and 46-second piece by Matt Getz interviewing or interrogating Durham. And I think we get to the absolute core of what the real truth was about this entire operation that Durham was involved in. And though I'm not a huge fan of Matt Getz, I'm giving him hands down credit for this exceptional exchange with the deep state hand puppet, John Durham. Yeah. As we said in the um, report, and as I said in my opening remarks, <clears throat> we pursued the facts as best we could. Well, how about this tools fact? that we have? Okay, how about this fact, Mr. Durham? The entire Mueller team does a hard reset on their Apple phone in synchronization to wipe away evidence. Did you investigate that? I've read that. Well, why didn't, did you investigate it? Who gave the order on the Mueller team to, to wipe the phones? Yeah, that was not something that we were um, asked to look at, and we well, didn't no, look That's at not that. true, Mr. Durham. That is not true, because I'm holding the document that authorizes your activity, and it specifically says the investigation of special counsel Robert Mueller. It's in par- Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the order that says that you're supposed to inter- investigate these things. And so, like, whether it's the Mueller team... Mifsud? How about Azra Turk? Azra Turk? What's Azra Turk's real name? Do you know that? I'm not going to be disclosing the names of FBI personnel that are otherwise unavailable. But an FBI, so the FBI sent somebody to go honeypot George Papadopoulos. Who gave the order to do that? I think that's beyond the scope of what's in the report. It's literally the scope of what your charging order is. Who put it in motion? We get after it was put in motion, the FBI did a bunch of wrong and corrupt things. Totally understand. We're trying to deal with that. But when you are part of the cover-up, Mr. Durham, 
mm. then it makes our job harder. Yeah, well, if that's your thought, I mean, there's no way of dissuading you from that. I can tell you that it's offensive and that the people who worked on this investigation have spent their lives trying to protect the people in this country and pursue within the law you went what it is that we, two, could, we are Mr. authorized Trump, wait, to do. You tried two cases, lost both of them, and then the one plea, guilty plea you got, Kleinsmith, Kleinsmith is back to practicing law in Washington, D.C. today. That's beyond my control. Right, but, but the, f the fact that you allowed that plea to occur, yeah. right, and, and then the punishment was insufficient, the fact that you didn't, you didn't charge Andrew McCabe, you didn't convict the lying Democrats or the lying Russians, you didn't investigate Mifsud or the Mueller probe, even though, as we sit here today in black letter, that was your charge. Have you ever heard of the Washington Generals? The Washington Generals, yes. Yeah, and, and they're the team that basically gets paid to show up and lose, right? Well, I, you know, I'm sure that the players who um, exert blood, sweat, and tears don't view it that way, but you might. I think they do. I think they do because the job of the Washington generals is to show up every night and to play the Harlem Globetrotters. And their job well, I'm is thinking, to lose. I'm sorry, of a different, I was thinking of a different Yeah, thing. yeah, so their job is to lose. And I'm kind of wondering, and, and it, just se it just seems so facially obvious that it's not what's in your report that's telling it's the omission. It's the lack of work you did. And for the people like the chairman who put trust in you, I think you let them down. I think you let the country down. And you are one of the barriers to the true accountability that we need. Do I get to respond to that or comment on that? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've ever investigated a crime. Um, if I don't know that you have. I didn't, you didn't investigate these, Mr. Yeah. Durham. Whether or How about not, Andy McCabe? Did you charge him? Did you yeah. investigate him? Gentlemen, gentlemen, time has expired. The witness can respond, and then we'll move on to our last uh, last. I don't know, sir, whether or not you've ever had occasion to... Uh, try to investigate crimes under the rules and regulations and under the Constitution that we're bound by. Um, we can gather evidence in particularly lawful ways. Uh, can't charge people because we might think it's something. It's not just that we you didn't charge, charge you, didn't investigate, you didn't time. investigate the Mueller team Gentleman's wiping time. their phones, Gentleman's and you won't time. tell us who gave the orders because you're protecting those. And there you go. We've listened to this garbage for about, what, two, three years now about the great and invincible Durham the, the killer, the, the man would look like the Punisher in every other meme that they've made of him. He was a complete hand puppet. The complete was a complete hand job to the entire United States. All done intentionally to distract and to draw things out to wear things down. And what happens when you go through and listen to these things that Matt Getz is talking about? Most people don't even remember the names that he's mentioning. It's called memory holing. We've drawn this out so long, and they've done it so slowly, and they've distracted people so much that the reality is that what we arrive at is a point where people forget. And so in the midst of this week, of this event last week, the public was on the edge of their seat. They were breathing excitement and panic and praying. I don't even know. I'm trying to figure that part out because I know there were people doing it. I know there were patriots doing it. And I know there are people out here praying for these people to survive the, the sinking tube, that, that submarine that had no seats. I'm just wondering what that, ha what that looks like in heaven. I'm serious. When you're literally praying into a lie because you don't have the common sense as a public of America to figure out that you're being played. This is really what happened last week. And in the midst of important dis debates like this, they got buried with a story about three re retards that took an Atari controller and a tube and went down to the bottom of the ocean, apparently. 
and a Navy that knew about it on Sunday, but let the media run its cycle for four days because they claim that Biden told them they couldn't release the truth. I'm not buying any of it. We end up with this entire craziness going on. But, you know, what can you say? At the same time, 30 girls were taken from Cleveland. that they don't, They've never seen anything like it. 30 girls went missing literally in one week, and that got buried in this whole story of the sinking tube. Of the yeah, you want to sing the yellow submarine is what you want to do because it's literally that's that's silly and that ridiculous. Patriots, our greatest health is achieved when we rely on God's bounty to support our whole body health. Field of Greens is a whole food supplement that empowers our mind, body, and spirit as we were designed. Each specific fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens has been medically chosen to support specific health functions like your heart, your liver, your kidney health, your immune system, and your metabolism. Field of Greens is organically sourced, manufactured in the United States, and the company is headquartered in Texas. It is a supplement designed to boost the full body-mind function using whole foods. Just read the ingredient label and you will see it reads like a grocery shopping list, not a lab experiment. Field of Greens is also the only brand with a better health promise. Start using and enjoying Field of Greens, and at your next doctor's visit, if your doctor doesn't say something like, wow, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up, return it for a full refund. If you keep your body healthy, your mind and spirit will follow. So get started today. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to get 15% off by going to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And if you sign up for the monthly subscription, which you can suspend or cancel at any time, you will get an additional 10% off. That is a total of 25% off. Just go to fieldofgreens.com and use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Again, that's fieldofgreens.com, promo code BARDS. And all of these things are happening while they're preparing to shift to the new FedNow system. All of these things they're doing to keep you distracted. But what was the other big one all week long? In addition to the, the discussions on Capitol Hill, in the top 10 stories last week, four of them had to do with child sex trafficking. Isn't that amazing? Four of them had to do with child sex trafficking. The public is getting exposed to the truth. And these people, these psychopaths, are getting irritated. They're getting panicked in their own way. Remember, a psychopath doesn't feel fear. They get angry and they get more aggressive. And that's what you're witnessing. So then on Friday, we have the pride parade with a bunch of people, a bunch of whatever they are, walking around topless, some bottomless, shaking their, their booty, shaking their wangs in front of children and chanting, we're coming for your kids. You think that's a joke? You think that's light? No, this is real. They're telling you exactly what they're doing. And by the way, in the crowd of those that were marching, let's get real about who was there. We're not talking about a bunch of Antifa weenies. We're talking about educators, politicians, lawyers, the people that are making policy and executing policy in the classroom and ex making policy on Capitol Hill and reinforcing it with lawsuits. Those are the people that were in that parade. They were there and they were doing their thing. I'm telling you, it is insane, the sort of world that we are living in right now. And it's unbelievable to me that we aren't figuring out that we outnumber them. We completely outnumber these people. But it's not enough. And by the way, if you think for a second that this pride thing is going to be over, take a listen to this. Yeah, we've given them an inch. And like every single time, they're going to take an absolute mile. Here you go. 
Hello, my name is Admiral Rachel Levine, and I have the honor of being the Assistant Secretary for Health at the United States Department of Health and Human Services. Happy Pride! Happy Pride Month, and actually, let's declare it a summer of pride. Happy Summer of Pride. Where did we hear that before? That came out with North Face's promotion of Pride Summer. This is all part of the plan. And every time that we think that you're going to get to the end of this nightmare, they're just going to keep extending it. And why are they doing it? Because they're being successful in their indoctrination of children. They are getting the success to settle in for children to question both their identity, question their sexuality, and to question their allegiance to the United States of America. Remember, their flag is there always in parallel now with this, with our, with our flag of our nation. This is about planting flags and taking territory. So apparently the, the, the submarine tube story wasn't enough. And so as they elevate up their message with the pedos coming full force into the front and the light and telling people they're going to come after your kids, we need another distraction. Because we don't want people too focused on that message because it might actually irritate America. And what was the other one? The coup. The fake coup in Russia. Yeah, that one. The one that happened, it just so happened right at the same time that President Putin signed a law that said they banned transgender surgeries for children. Because we're at a conflict of two cultures right now. The culture that we are representing, whether you like it or not, it's under our flag. It is of the United States of America. It is of the Western bankers and financiers. That culture is the culture of pedophilia and gender plurality. That's the culture that's being force-fed across the world. And anybody that stands in its way, they're going after. Well, they didn't work well with Russia, by the way. Because as the CIA and the FBI tried to steal some cesium out of Russia to create a dirty bomb, they were caught by FSB. Thank goodness FSB did their job. And that $6.2 billion that the Pentagon magically found, well, it looks like that money went right to the Wagner Group to try to buy a coup to go against Mother Russia. Except these fools don't understand that Russia is a loyalist country. They love their nation. They've already been through this war that's been waged against them by the deep state. It took them 30 years to weed it out. So in one fell swoop, as the media ran with yet another false narrative to try to swing people over, that literally took the Wagner Group. Now keep this in mind. The Wagner Group has been designated as a terrorist organization by the State Department. And in one fell swoop, because of $6.2 billion, they became the heroes to save the world with a coup against Putin. Our media elevated the terrorists, which would be like turning Osama bin Laden into your favorite childhood storyteller. They did it in literally a flash, and nobody caught it. And in the end, yep, well, I shouldn't say nobody, because there's some really good patriots that have been catching these stories, and, I'm, and it's good. But we're talking about mainstream America, the America that walks around unconscious, the one that every day is just worried about, well, I just got to get my bills. It's got to get through this. It's got to make it through the day. That America, that's the America we have to focus on because they are holding us back. They're more dangerous than the radical left. At least the radical left, you understand where they are. But that neighbor you have, that person that's in the shopping market that has their head up their backside, the person that doesn't want to be engaged in politics, the person that wants to pretend like this whole thing's going to blow over, yeah, that's not that big of a deal. They're the ones that are the most dangerous because they're the ones that are passive. They're the ones that are sitting by and saying nothing. They're the ones that are allowing this storm to sweep over America. And worse yet, just like COVID, Con, they're going to be the ones that will say nothing if they try to round people up and stick them into camps.
You know, I've said this all along. The most dangerous people in COVID-Con weren't the ones pushing the agenda. It was the ones complying to the agenda that didn't speak out vocally. They might even say things like, well, it's kind of your choice, but the vax is important to me. Those people were the dangerous ones because those were the ones that if something had tipped the wrong way and had they come in and try to sweep people up and force vaccinate them, what they would have said is, oh, yeah, well, they probably deserved it. And they would have turned a blind eye to tyranny. The world we live in right now is going to have to be shaken by the mightiness of the few, the the remnant that truly are awake, because the agenda is in the open and these people are coming at it hard and they are not slowing down at all. We are in a very, very critical time right now. And it's a time that we have to continue to keep the pressure on. The good thing is that there are countries around right now, truly, that are starting to stand up and they're not fearing the reprisals of the United States. Surprisingly, one of them is Uganda. This is, a interview, this is an interview today, a press conference that has to do with the Ugandan president and the Ugandan's law that they just passed that was anti-homosexual. Hmm, interesting. Take a listen. They do make it an issue. Uh, they have been making it an issue for uh, many months now. Many in the international community are saying that by your signing of this bill, you're taking Uganda a step backwards, that you are not protecting the freedoms and the rights and the choices of the Ugandan people. So how do you respond to that? And specifically, uh, President Obama has said he, been, his, he was deeply disappointed by Uganda's move and says that it would complicate U.S.-Uganda relations. I've listened to everything uh, that you've said in the statement. So how would you respond to that? And do, 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 does it worry you? And have you spoken directly to President Obama about this? Well, we have been disappointed for a long time by the conduct of the West, the way you conduct yourselves there. But we just keep quiet. We just see how you do things, how the, the families, how they are organized, the, in all these things. We see them, we keep quiet. We never comment because it's not our country. Maybe you like it. So uh, since there's now an attempt at social imperialism, to, to impose social values of, of one group on our society, uh, then our disappointment is now exacerbated because we, we, are, we are sorry to see that you live the way you live, but we keep quiet about it. Now you say we must also live like us. Uh, we, 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 that's why we say no. We say no. And uh, am I worried? Not at all. Be worried about what? Because to tango needs two people to dance. If the West doesn't want to work with us because of homosexuals, then uh, we have enough space here to live by ourselves and do business with other people. Let's keep something very much in mind. And it's interesting because I'm going to reinforce this with some literally current on-the-ground facts that I got today. A large percentage of the people in our senior levels of government are homosexuals, lesbians, all part of the LGBTQ movement. They are doing everything they can to, one, ensure that nothing comes at their minority, and two, to expand the reach of their organization, knowing 
that they cannot reproduce or reproduce themselves because they are freaks. Just so we're clear. And so they are grooming, they are presenting grooming laws. I spoke today to one of Oregon's representatives, met him when I was down doing some picking up a tool down at the tool shop. He's awesome. He's also the same guy that runs the best Jeeps place in the entire country where they do work on my Jeep. He's going to come on the show soon. But as we talked, he confirmed. He said, you would not believe the number of people in Oregon, in the Oregon, in the Oregon Senate and House, that are literally sick. He said they're gay, they're lesbian, they're, they're L, a part of the LGBTQ movement, and all they can work on and focus on is rules and laws that are directed towards grooming kids. These people are out of their mind. They're demon-controlled, man. And it's not just in Oregon. It's in every single state. It's in our school districts. We've seen it. It's in our counties. We've witnessed it. it they're everywhere, and they are a cancer because they don't think logically. I mean, it's just like Pride Month becomes Pride Summer. They can't stop at one thing. They have to continue to expand. So when we have people out here extending, saying, look, it doesn't matter what you do in your bedroom. Yes, it does. Because that sickness is in the mind now. And for those in the community out there that might be getting their feathers in a tuffle right now, I'm going to say this like I've said this in every show. This isn't about an issue of a threat. This is about an issue of history. Learn your history. When a radicalized group starts to force feed an agenda down the throat of a nation, especially a country that has already extended its hand of temperance by allowing marriage of same-sex marriage, which is anti-Christian, and now even allowed you to adopt children, which is anti-Christian. When you get to this place and now you want more and you are openly allowing in your own community to have people come out and publicly say, we're going for your kids, do not come whining when the pendulum swings the other way because it's not if, it will. That's the bottom line. Because the most sacred issue, anything in this nation, is people's families. And these freaks just can't figure that out. And they think it's funny because they don't understand what it's like to value something that God gave them. Now, in New York, you're starting to see the tremors go even further. New York now is going after the pizza makers that are using coal-fired ovens because apparently that's a carbon footprint they have to worry about. All this is is yet another action to try to shut down small business and rip livelihoods away from people. Well, one of those people in New York had something to say today. idiots who run this city are doing everything in their power to destroy it. We have naked men with their titties bouncing around all over the city yesterday in public in front of children. We have the most violent raging crime rate ever. We are being invaded by illegal immigrants who are being treated way better than our homeless veterans, our teachers and first responder heroes who were fired, still not compensated because they didn't take the Fauci injection. Our city schools produce the dumbest kids, and the woke-ass punks who run New York City are afraid of pizza? The world used to respect New Yorkers as tough, thick-skinned, and gritty. Now we have become pussified. It's a damn shame. You heard of the Boston Tea Party? Well, this is the Boston 
New York. This is the New York pizza party. Give us pizza or give us death. Now, the guy has got stacks of pizza, and he's at the front of the mayor's mansion, and he's throwing pizza over the gate. Give us pizza or give us death. Give us pizza or give us death. All cheese pizza, by the way. Give us pizza. It looked pretty good. And now the police arrive. Destroying every small business. That's what this city keeps doing. Can't have a small business. Can't have pizza. New York City is nothing without pizza. But the good news is that the NYPD did a fantastic job of responding in force to a man that was chucking slices of pizza over the mayor's gate while the murderers roam the streets and the pedophiles walk up and down the streets naked, showing themselves off to the children in the name of protests and demonstrations. Makes you feel good and fuzzy. Makes you want to run to New York and be part of the great culture. You betcha. Well, General Flynn's got some words on the state of things in our nation, and it's a very real and a poignant message. Take a listen. There is no reasonable doubt that President Biden was an active participant in an unlawful international influence peddling scheme. My name is Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, and whatever you may think about President Donald J. Trump or his recent federal indictment, the speed of the investigation and the breadth of the indictment is breathtaking compared to the inaction for comparable crimes allegedly committed by Hillary Clinton. We did not find clear evidence. The incredible slow walking of the investigation of Hunter Biden and Attorney General Merrick Garland's refusal to appoint a special prosecutor to investigate Joe Biden's role in the Biden family's international influence peddling scheme. Does any reasonable human being believe that Joe never discussed Hunter's business with Hunter? or that Joe did not know anything about a scheme that so far has ensnared at least nine close Biden family relatives. It was reported recently that Hunter will plead guilty to two tax misdemeanors and defer a gun reporting offense with no prison time and the right to have his record partially expunged after two years. Good thing Hunter is a white dude and oh yeah, being the son of a president also helps. It's not just a stark contrast between use of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARA, to go after five Trump associates, including yours truly, before FARA is ignored when exploring Hunter's activities for Ukraine and China, or the contrast between aggressive prosecutions of pro-life protesters compared to the past given to abortion rights protesters, or the horribly disproportionate treatment of January 6th protesters compared to the left-wing protesters who destroyed billions of dollars of property and killed more than two dozen Americans. Rather, it is all of these things. Either Democrats, Republicans, progressives, conservatives, and centrists should be subject to equally fierce investigations and prosecutions, or they should all be subject to neither. Either we have the rule of law or not. Provision that every American is entitled to a presumption of innocence, unless, of course, you're a conservative who supports Trump, and much of what is known of the Biden family crime organization is alleged, 
There is powerful evidence that Joe Biden committed multiple felonies as a co-conspirator in an international Biden family fraud and racketeering scheme, regardless of whether he personally received bribes or not. This isn't over, and Americans of every stripe, faith, and class better wake up to the fact that we have two completely different sets of laws in America. We're living in tyranny now. Don't kid yourself. We're there. And that tyranny has identified itself as the two-tier justice system, which is working until they can suppress in their mind the conservative movement. And then it will turn like a viper upon those that supported it. Yuri Brezhnev, who was a, a, a KGB informant that came here, informed, told people very clearly that the fools that follow this agenda, the ones that are the activists on the streets, once the communists seize control, and now we're not dealing just with communists, the unit party is a combination of Nazi fascists and communists. They've come together, and they're in both parties. And that tyranny, which is a corporate-private partnership, is seeking to do one thing, to subject everybody to a new agenda, a new focus that will enslave people forever. This is completely intended to destroy a nation and to break it to such a degree that it will never again be able to rise. And that's something we cannot stand for. But the unfortunate part for them, well, I don't know if it's unfortunate. I have to think about that one. Those that are following the agenda of the crazies, if this agenda was to take control, the first people they will end up cleaning out, as Yuri said, stack these fools against the wall, we would shoot them first because they're the ones that know too much. Well, patriots, we're at a cusp right now, a breaking point of something we have to understand, the criticality of our time and the importance for us all to stand up and speak truth. Here's a great perspective that comes from somebody talking about black farmers that I think puts a lot of everything in perspective of exactly what's going on and what they want us to believe. Hey, Dad, why aren't there more black farmers? Well, they've been hoodwinked right off the bat. You got the systems of control out there telling you that if you're not an actor, you're not a football player or a basketball player, that you can't really su succeed or get any um, success out of life. You also have the race baiting pimps out there, and you see them on all the popular media. You know the Jacksons, the Sharptons, the other people out there are telling them that you're a victim. That's a problem too. And then you also got the other element out there where the woke white people are telling these black people, oh, you can't achieve because you have it so hard. All of it, every single bit of it is a lie meant to keep your mind in the bottom of Plato's cave. Well, you know what I find one of the best ways to get it out of there is deciding, making that decision right here on that spot to say, I'm not going to believe your lies, number one. I'm going to ask critical questions about everything I'm told. I'm not going to believe your past is success. And you know what? I'm not going to eat your food under plastic that's been hit up with all kinds of nonsense. I'm going to grow my food, and I'm going to put it in the freezer. That is the key to freedom. It absolutely is. And those are decisions that we can make every single day. But we still need the fire. The fire has got to hit our gut and our belly. It's got to light people up, and people have to get intense and indignant. They have to be defiant, and they have to start realizing that this is not a game. I'm going to play a piece here for four minutes. For those of you with sensitive ears, there's some, there's some F-bombs in here, and I'm not editing it tonight. For the families out there with children, I understand. But this is the fire that we need to have everywhere. And while you may not like how he says it, this man is on fire. He's on fire in a way that you can feel the might and the, and the rage that he has for the, what is coming at us. And at the end of the day, 
This is the fire that every single person needs to have. Old Jason came out in the middle of Sam's. I went down there and deposited that check for that machine. And this young man called me, told me it would be July the 6th before I could get my money. I told him, I said, look here, you son of a bitch. That's communism. Yeah. And so they put a little girl on there, and I'm sure she was doing her job. And when I got to saying, fuck this and fuck you and fuck everything about that bank, and I'll be down there to get all my fucking money out of there. I'll cash that fucking check. I'll do whatever the fuck I want to, because I ain't going, motherfucker. She said, I'll have to hang up on you. I said, that's fine. I'll be down there. And I showed up down there. You know, I used to do all that shit for dope. Dope whores, dope houses, dope cooks. Yeah, I was about it, about it. Well, God got a hold of me, and I started resonating with the common man, the motherfucker that swells my heart, the blue-collar son of a bitch that works his ass off, has a little sweat mixed in with his nuts. I found something worth fighting for, right? And when it comes to my business and my ability to create and build shit that's important to me, I ain't going, motherfucker. So I went on down the door and she met me at the door. And I apologized. I did. I said, you know, I, she said, Mr. Davis, we're going to make them funds available Monday. So that's good. That's good. As I reminded her, I said, look here, woman. I'll fight for your kids. I'll fight for your children. I'll fight for this country. But I got a job and a business, and you're strangling me. And that is communism. And I'm not the one. I'm not going. And that's all it takes. That is exactly the solution to swing this shit around. You gotta tell them, hey, I'll yank all my money out of your bank. I will be at the door. You will give me my check back and I'll drive that motherfucker to Indiana to the bank that they issued it and I'll cash that motherfucker if I have to, right now, right here. And if everybody gets on the same page, if we define in this nation the fucking word unity, which will be tattooed right here on me, unity, that hey, it doesn't matter how you have sex, we just don't want you fucking with our children. Hey, it doesn't matter what color you are, who you marry, what the fuck you believe in. All that matters is that there is opposition and you understand that it is not your fellow American. They believe, they say, they talk about the same shit you're talking about right now. The enemy is the elected officials of our government and they must go. If you cannot stand and put your hand across your heart when a flag and a star-spangled banner comes on, guess what, motherfucker? You need to find another country. Because we're going to get in this nation the fucking concept and idea that, just like Rosa Parks on that bus said, I ain't fucking going. No more. And if I have to die tomorrow to prove it, at least I died for something that would reshape a country of greatness rather than a fucking spoon and a dope syringe. So fucking be it. Yeah. I've had a great life. But I want to inspire you to stand up and remind them every fucking day, hey, I ain't fucking going. <laughs>
Fluid English. Fluid English. It's time that we start getting clear about where we stand. This man was at the end and understood what the end was. God found him. You may not agree with the way he talks, but he talks with fire. And he's got rage and passion and righteousness that flow through him. And there shouldn't be a person in this nation that looks at that flag that doesn't feel what he just said, nor find your way of speaking what he just said in public. This war's real. And these pedophiles and freaks are doing everything they can to laugh at you as they go at your kids and dream about having them mutilated for life to become part of their harem of sexual pleasure for themselves. These are groomers. This is a sickness that has settled into this nation. And the greatest sickness of all is passivity. I think that's worse even than the groomers. This man understands there's no room for passivity. This is only room now for the warriors. So choose. When you say, I choose and I serve God, then you better think about what you're going to say when you stand before him in the time of judgment. And he says, what did you do to protect my children? You better have something to say. Because the time is now. There's not a question of if they're here or if they're coming. They're in your schools. They're in the government. They're in the legal houses. They're in the media. They're influencing and twisting the young children's minds. They're doing everything they can to groom them into sexual perversion and make them their sexual hand puppets for their own damn pleasure. Understand the sickness that's on the, t- on the shores of America. And the only thing between them and the kids is us. It's time to choose. It's time to choose whom you serve and what it means for you and every one of us out here to be a warrior and a patriot and a Christian in God's army. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you tonight, always humbled and blessed that we have the ability to assemble and to come here and pray. And tonight our prayer is for the children. And more than the children, it's also for the protectors of the children. Father, we live in a time when the idea of open assault on children with groomers and pedophiles has become the norm. It becomes a common thing to talk about coming for your children. It becomes a common, common theme to twist their thoughts, confuse them, and have parents stand by and do absolutely nothing. So, Father, we pray for those parents that sit on the side that are apparently confused, that throw up their hands, that don't know what to do, that may even turn to heaven and say, God, fix it. Father, we pray tonight for a shaking of their heart to wake them up to realize that they are on the front line and they will make the difference of whether their child gets trapped in this hell or whether they are freed from the grips of Satan himself. And for the patriots and remnant that are out here, Father, we pray for a lighting of the fire like never before, to stand boldly in the gap, to speak the truths that no one wants to hear, to be fearless and relentless and ruthless with the truth that's spoken, to wield the sword of the Spirit in a mighty way, to embrace the gifts and talents that were given, and to stand there without any fear, knowing that what we see, what we witness, is wrong. It's not a question of acceptance. It's not a question of tolerance. It's not a question of love at any cost. 
This is a time for the peacemakers and peace maintainers to finally get a spine and to live into the blessings and the true role of what it is to be the sons and daughters of the Most High. So, Father, we pray that that will be the great shaking that hints the remnant and all of the people across this nation to realize that we have accountability in heaven for what we do here on earth. And we better have something to say when we get before the throne and we're asked what we did to help save and protect the little ones. Guide us and protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, we don't live in easy times. We don't live in times that have much tolerance or much room for error. This is truly what it is to walk in authority of kingdom, where much is given, much is asked. It's time to buckle up, tighten up the bootstraps, snap on your pack, get your kit ready. The war is on our shores. It's at your doorstep, in fact. And it's time to be bold. And whatever you're called to do by the power of the Holy King, by the Holy Spirit and that of kingdom, to stand boldly in the gap and start speaking truth, everybody has the capacity to speak truth to power. Everybody has an opportunity to speak and call out the evil and to do so with the power of Scripture and all that goes with it in the power of the, of the mightiness of the Holy Spirit and the sword of the Spirit. But this war is very real. And if we don't start stepping up and protecting the children, we will be doomed. We will be judged as a nation, worse than we already are. Time to move. Time to get real. Time to understand what it is to be in God's army. That time is now. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising 
that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 